Hello, my name is Apostle Lula Stockton, and I thank God for the second part of the um, Torah portion, which is um, Torah portion 28, and it's called Metzora. It's spelled M-E-T-S-O-R-A, Metzora, and um, it stands, it means the infected one, and it's found in Leviticus, the 14th chapter, the 1st through the 15th chapter, and the 33rd verse. Um, Leviticus 14 and 1 through 15 chapter and the 33rd verse. Um, I need you to follow me as I read the Torah. And the Lord spoke to Moses saying, This will be the instruction for the leopard on the day of his cleansing. He will be brought to the priests, and the priests will go forth out of the camp, and the priests will look and behold, if the plague of leprosy is healed in the leopard, then the priests will command to take for him who is to be cleansed two live clean birds and cedar wood scarlet and hassa, and the priests will command that one of the birds be killed in a earthing vessel over running water. As for the living bird, he will take it and the cedar wood and the scarlet and the hyssop and will dip them and the living bird in the blood of the bird that was killed over the running water. And he will sprinkle seven times upon him that is to be cleansed from the leprosy and will pronounce him clean and will let the living bird loose into the open field and he that is to be cleansed will wash his clothes and shave off all his hair and immerse himself in water so he will be clean and after that, he will come into the camp and will stay outside his tent seven days. But it will be on the seventh day that he will shave all his hair off his head and his beard and his eyebrows. He will shave off even all his hair and he will wash his clothes. Also, he will immerse his flesh in water and he will be clean. And on the eighth day, he will take two he lambs without blemish and one ewe lamb of the first year without blemish and three tenths parts of fine flour, a grain offering mixed with oil and one log of oil. And the priest that makes him clean will present the man that is to be made clean and those things before the Lord at the door of the tent of meeting. And the priest will take one heap lamb and offer it for a trespass offering and the log of oil and wave them for a wave offering before the Lord. And he will slay the lamb in the place where he will kill the sin offering and the burnt offering in the holy place for as the sin offering is the priest, so is the guilt offering. It is most holy. And the priest will take 
of the blood of the guilt offering, and the priest will put it upon the tip of the right ear of him who is to be cleansed, and upon the thumb of his right hand, and upon the great toe of his right foot. And the priest will take up the log of oil and pour, pour it into the palm of his own left hand, and the priest will dip his right finger in the oil that is in his left hand and will sprinkle up the oil with his finger seven times before the Lord. And of the rest of the oil that is in his hand, the priest will put on the tip of the right ear of him that is to be cleansed. And upon the thumb of his right hand and upon the great toe of his right foot upon the blood of the trespass offering and the remnant of the oil that is in the priest's hand he will pour upon the head of him that is to be cleansed and the priest will make atonement for him before the Lord and the priest will offer the sin offering and make atonement for him that is to be cleansed from his uncleanness. And afterwards he will kill the burnt offering and the priest will offer the burnt offering and the grain offering upon the altar and the priest will make atonement for him and he will be clean. And if he is poor and cannot get um, so much then he will take one lamb for a guilt offering to be waived to make atonement for him and one tenth ephah of the flour mixed with oil for a grain offering and a log of oil and two turtle doves or two young pigeons such as he is able to get and the one will be a sin offering and the other a burnt offering. And he will bring them to the priest on the eighth day for his cleansing to the door of the tent of meeting before the Lord. And the priest will take the lamb of the guilt offering and the law of all, and the priest will wave them a wave offering before the Lord. And he will kill the lamb of the guilt offering and the priest will take of the blood of the guilt offering and put it on the tip of the right ear of him who is to be cleansed and on the thumb of his right hand and on the great toe of his right foot and the priest will pour other oil into the palm of his own left hand and the priest will sprinkle with his right finger some of the oil that is in his left hand seven times before the Lord. And the priest will put from the oil that is in his right hand on the tip of the right ear of him that is to be cleansed, on the thumb of his right hand and on the great toe of his right foot, upon the plates of the blood of the guilt offering, and the rest of the oil that is in the priest's hand, he will put on the head of him that is to be cleansed, to make atonement for him before the Lord. And he will offer one of the turtle doves or of the young pigeons, such as he can get, 
such as he is able to get the one for a sin offering and the one for a burnt offering with the meal offering and the priest will make atonement for him who is to be cleansed before the Lord. This is the teaching of him in whom the, is the plague of leprosy who does not have the money to get that which pertains to his cleansing. Leprosy in a house. And the Lord spoke to Moses and to Aaron saying, when you have come into the land of Canaan, which I am giving to you for a possession, and I put the plague of leprosy in a house of the land of your possession. And he who owns the house will come and tell the priest saying, it seems to me there is as it were a plague in the house. Then the priest will command that they empty the house before the priest goes in to see the plague. So all that is in the house is not made unclean. And afterwards the priest will go in to see the house and he will look on the plague and behold the plague is in the walls of the house with hollow streaks greenish or reddish which in sight are lower than the wall then the priest will go out of the house to the door of the house and shut up the house seven days and the priest will come again the seventh day and will look and behold if the plague has spread in the walls of the house. Then the priests will command that they take away the stones in which the plague is, and they will cast them into an unclean place outside the city, and he will cause the house to be scraped all around inside, and they will pour out the dust that they scrape off outside the city and in an unclean place, and they will take other stones and put them in the place of those stones and he will take other mortal and will plaster the house and if the plague comes again and breaks out into the house after he have taken away the stones and after he has scraped the house and after it is plastered then the priest will come and look and behold if the plague has spread in the house it is a malignant leprosy in the house it is unclean and he will break down the house its stones timbers and all the mortal of the house and he will carry them out of the city to an unclean place moreover he who goes into the house all the while that is shut up will be unclean until the evening and he who lies in the house will wash his clothes and he that eats in the house will wash his clothes and if the priest come in and looks and behold the plague has not spread in the house after the house will plaster then the priest will pronounce the house clean because the plague is healed and to clean, uh, cleanse the house he will take two birds, cedar wood, scarlet, and hyssop, and he will kill the one of the bird in an earthen vessel over running water, and he will take 
the cedar wood, the hyssop, the scarlet, and the living bird, and dip them in the blood of the slain bird and in the running water and sprinkle the house seven times and he will cleanse the house with the blood of the bird with the running water with the living bird with the cedar wood and uh, with the hyssop and with the scarlet but he will let the living bird go outside the city in the open field and make atonement for the house and it will be clean this is the teaching for all manner of plague of leprosy and skull, for the leprosy of a garment of a house, for it, for a swelling, for a scab, and for bright spot, to teach when it is unclean and when it is clean. This is the teaching for leprosy, a man, man's running issues. And the Lord spoke to Moses and to Aaron, saying, Speak to the children of Israel and say to them, When any man has a running issue out of his flesh, his issue is unclean. And this will be his uncleanness in his issue, whether his flesh runs with his issue or his flesh has stopped from his issue. It is his uncleanness. Every bed on which he is who he who has the issue lies is unclean and everything on which he sits will be unclean and whoever touches his bed will wash his clothes and immerse in water and be unclean until the evening and he who sits on anything on which he who has the issue set will wash his clothes and immerse in water and be unclean until the evening. And he who touches the flesh of him who has issues will wash his clothes and immerse in water and be unclean until the evening. And if he who has the issue spits on him that is clean, then he will wash his clothes and immerse in water and be unclean until the evening. And the saddle, he who has the issue, rides on will be unclean. And whoever touches anything that was under him will be unclean until the evening. And he who carries any of those things will wash his clothes and immerse in water and be unclean until the evening. And who whomever he that has the issue touches and has not rinsed his hands in water, he will wash his clothes and immerse in water and be unclean until the evening. And an earthenware vessel that he who has the issue touches will be broken and every vessel of wood will be missed, I mean, rinsed in water. And when he who has an issue is um, cleansed of his issue, then he will number seven days for his cleansing and wash his clothes and immerse his flesh in running water and he will be clean. And on the eighth day, he will take for himself two turtle doves or two young pigeons and come before the Lord at the door of the tent of meeting and give them 
to the priests, and the priests will offer them um, the one a sin offering and the other a burnt offering, and the priests will make atonement for him before the Lord for his issue. And if any man's seed of copulation goes out from him, then he will immerse all his flesh in water and be unclean until the evening. And every garment and every skin on which is the seed of copulation will be washed with water and be unclean until the evening. The woman also with whom a man will lie with seed of copulation, they will immerse in water and be unclean until the evening. A woman's issues. And if a woman has an issue and her issue in her flesh is blood, she will be separated seven days and whoever touches her will be unclean until the evening and everything that she lies in uh, lies on during her separation will be unclean everything also on which she sits will be unclean and whoever touches her bed will wash his clothes and immerse in water and be unclean until the evening and whoever touches anything that she sat on will wash his clothes and immerse in water and be unclean until the evening and if it is on her bed or on anything on which she sat when she touches it he will be unclean until the evening and if any man lies with her at all and her impurity is on her on him he will be unclean seven days and the whole bed on which he lies will be unclean and if a woman has an issue of her blood many days out of the time of her separation or if it runs beyond the time of her separation all the days of the issue of her uncleanness will be as the days of her separation. She will be unclean. Every bed on which she lies all the days of her issue will be to her as the bed of her separation. And whatever she sits on will be unclean as the uncleanness of her separation. And Whoever touches those things will be unclean and will wash his clothes and immerse in water and be unclean until the evening. But if she is clean or cleansed of her issue, then she will number to herself seven days and after that she will be clean. And on the eighth day, she will take two turtle doves or two young pigeons and bring them to the priest to the door of the tent of meeting and the priest will offer the one for a sin offering and the other a burnt offering and the priest will make atonement for her before the Lord for the issue of her uncleanness thus you will separate the children of Israel from their uncleanness or uncleanness um, so they do not die in their uncleanness when they defile 
my tabernacle this uh, that is among them this is the instruction of him who has an issue and of the, of him who see goes from him and is defiled by it and of her who is sick of her separation um and of him that has an issue of the man and of the woman and of him that lies with her who is unclean hallelujah glory to your name god hallelujah jesus glory to your name you know every time when i think about um the woman that had the issue of blood i was thinking about the woman um that jesus met with who had the issue um um the issue of blood hallelujah hallelujah glory to your name jesus so now we're going to um, go into the half tour which is found in second kings the seventh chapter the um the third through the 20 um the 30th verse i'm sorry um um second kings 7 3 through 20. hallelujah let me get second kings Let me get second kings. Um Second Kings, the seventh chapter. Hallelujah. Um, and I have that the third verse through the twentieth verse. Hallelujah. I'm gonna get um I'm at the third verse and um, I'm going down to the twentieth verse. And there were four men with leprosy at the entrance of the gate. And they said to one another, Why are we sitting here until we die? If we say we will enter the city, then the famine is in the city, and we will die there. And if we sit still here, we will also die. Now therefore come and let us fall to the army of the Syrians. If they save us alive, we will live. And if they kill us, we will but die. And they rose up in the twilight to go to the camp of the Syrians. And when they have come to the uttermost part of the camp of Syria, behold, no one was there. For the Lord had made the army of the Syrians to hear a noise of chariots and a noise of horses, the noise of a great army. And they said to one another, Look, the king of Israel have hired against us the kings of the Hittites and the kings of the Egyptians to come upon us. Therefore they got up in the twilight and left their tents and their horses and their donkeys, even the camp as it was, and fled for their lives. And when these leopards came to the uttermost part of the camp, they were into one tent and ate and drank and carried silver, gold, and garments from there. Um, then went and hid it and came back and entered another tent and carried there alone um, uh, there also 
and went and hid it. Then they said to one another, We are not doing well. This is this day is a day of good tidings, and we are holding our peace. If we delay until the morning, light punishment will overtake us. Therefore now come so that we can go and tell the king's household. So they came and called to the gatekeepers of the city and they told them saying we came to the camp of the Syrians and behold there was not a man there neither a sound of man but horses tired and donkeys tired and the tents as they were and the gatekeepers called out and it was told to the king's house and the king got up in the night and said to his servant I shall now show you what the Syrians had done to us. They know that we are hungry. Therefore, they have gone out of the camp to hide themselves in the field, saying, When they come out of the city, we will catch them alive and get into the city. And one of his servants answered and said, Now please let some Take five of the horses that remain, which are left in the city. Behold, they are like the whole multitude of Israel that are left in it. Behold, I say, they are even like the whole multitude of Israel that are destroyed. And let us send and see. Therefore, they took two chariots with horses, and the king set after the, the army of the, um, of the Syrians saying, go and see. And they went after them to the Jordan and look, the whole way was full of garments and vessels which the Syrians had cast the, um, away in their haste. And the messengers returned and told the king, and the people went out and looted the tents of the Syrians. So a satch of fine flour was sold for a shackle and two shafts of barley for a shackle according to the word of the Lord. And the king appointed the captain on whose hand he leaned to have the charge of the gate. And the people um, trampled him in the gate and he died as the man of God has said who spoke when the king came down to him and it came to pass as the man of God has spoken to the king saying to Seth of Bartley for a shackle and a Seth of fine flour for a shackle will be tomorrow about this time in the gate of Samaria. And the captain answered the man of God and said, Now behold, if the Lord should make windows in heaven, could such a thing be? And he said, Behold, you will see it with your eyes, but you will not eat from it. And so it fell out for him, for the people trampled him, in the gate and he died. Hallelujah. The last part of the Torah is the New Testament part of the Torah which is found in Romans, the um, sixth chapter, 
um, we're going to start at the 8th verse through the 23rd verse. Um, Romans 6, let me turn to Romans 6. Romans. Okay, I got Romans and I need the 6th chapter. The 6th chapter of Romans. Um, the 8th through the 23rd verse. Romans 6 and 8 through the 23rd verse. Then, if we die with Messiah, we are believing that we will also live in him because we know that Messiah who has been raised out from the dead no longer dies. Death no longer rules over him truly therefore he died he died once for all in sin but who lives lives for god in the same manner i mean in the same way count yourself to be dead indeed to sin but living to god um in messiah yeshua therefore sin must not reign in your mortal body to obey its lustful desires, and you must stop presenting your body bodily members to sin as instruments of unrighteousness. But you must immediately present yourselves to God as a living, raised out from the dead, and your members as instruments of righteousness to God. For sin will not rule you, for you are not under legalism, but grace. Hallelujah. Glory to your name, Jesus. Um, slaves of righteousness. Then what? Should we sin because we are not under legalism, but under grace? May it not be? Do you know that you are slaves to whom you submit? Hallelujah. You are in submission to whom you presently you present yourself as servants, either to sin, which leads into death, or to righteousness. But thanks be to God, because you were slaves of sin, but you obeyed from your hearts, for which you would be given over a new image from the teaching which embodies the Son and substance of belief. And since you have been set free from sin, hallelujah, you must now be enslaved to righteousness. I am speaking in human terms because of the weakness of your flesh, but just as you would formerly present your members as slaves to unclean and without toward teaching into lawlessness, so now you must present your members to righteousness as slaves to uh, slaves in holiness. For while you were slaves of sin, you were free with reference to righteousness. Therefore, what fruit were you bearing, over which you are now ashamed? For the end of the, um, those is um, death. But now, since you have been set free from sin, and because you are serving as God, you have the fruit into sanctification, 
and the end is eternal life. For the, um, the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Messiah our Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to your name, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We thank God for the reading of the Torah, and may God bless you until next week. Um, next week, we're going to also have a double tour um, reading as well. Um, so um, God bless you. Um, um, stay um, blessed and um, make sure that you catch up on your reading because um, we're going to also have double um, tour on the next week. May God bless you.